Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today we are continuing on with Jane Eyre. I feel like I don't even need to introduce you anymore. Probably Actually, not, but hey everybody. Probably not. I mean, if you're joining in on episode 16, that's a little weird. <laughs> Listen, it's and it's not a great place to jump in, quite frankly. No, no offense to whoever is, if you're doing that, uh, mm-hmm. reevaluate your life choices. Start at episode one, the beginning, a very good place to start. Julie Andrews mm-hmm. told us that and she was right. Facts. One hundo. <laughs> Definitely start on episode one. Um, things are not going to make sense. Nope. There will be references that we have made that mm-hmm. maybe I I may have forgotten them at this point. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 31. Whew, um, 31. Jane just chilling in her small little cottage. <laughs> yep. That would go for $2,000 in New York City right now. If you were renting it. If, mm-hmm. you, wanted to, if you wanted to get the, buy that thing, and you gotta have Rochester money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got 20 kids in the school. That's good. She doesn't like them, though. She hates them. <laughs> <laughs> like my fa- so my favorite part of these chapters, and like mm-hmm. just this part of the book in general, is just like Jane is not suited for this life. Like, no. She... It's the only option she feels she has, but like she mm-hmm. does not like Adele to start. So sort of like grows on her as you know they spend months together. And then when she's like, I got a real job as a school teacher, not as just like, you know, a governess. I have an actual mm-hmm. school teacher teaching the minds and molding the youth. She's like, This is the worst thing that I've ever done. It's terrible. Yeah. These children are dumb. They don't learn and they're boring. And it's like, Jane, they're 10. Like, what do you want from them? Literally. She's like, I don't like kids. And I'm like, why did you go into school? Well, go into teaching. We can talk about the patriarchy and just mm-hmm. be like, what what options did Jane legitimately have going into this? She's not not well educated. Like Lowood prepared her for jesus stuff mm-hmm. the nunnery the nun- yeah she could be a nun mm-hmm. if she converted and went uh became catholic oh she yeah could- i forgot she's not catholic she's not yeah she's anglican she could be a mistress which she doesn't want to do she's not into mm-hmm. it uh not into it. school teaching hates it what other options are there cat she could become a cat she could become a cat and honestly she might be happiest <laughs> yeah if she surely. became a cat <laughs> it's just like that like the, her even though she's got a somewhat privileged upbringing like her options are so 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 minimal and and mm. that really just like slams home in moon she agrees. She is not on this patriarchy train. Um, Jane's like, yeah, this is beneath me. I'm like, girl, you're a beggar. Nothing's beneath you right now. Correct. And you're doing, you're doing the, you're like, 
you've been whining and complaining about oh i just need a job i just i want to help and contribute and there's like mm -hmm. all right teach these kids and you're like ew these kids no like, have you ever met someone who's living paycheck to paycheck and like they're barely scraping by and you're like why don't you just pick up a serving job on the weekends or something and they're like serving no mm. and you're like girl nothing's beneath you right now nope. like you can't afford to live the only thing that makes it so you can get to your next paycheck is your credit card yep like that's I don't where know, jane maybe, is yeah like maybe i've just had to throw all of my life out the window too many times you know yeah but like a serving job is never beneath me i hate it yes would I rather die than go back to it? Yes. However, it's always there. <laughs> and listen, we live in a capitalist hellhole. Mm -hmm. Even worse than the one Jane Eyre lives in. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Even yeah. worse than the one Jane Eyre lives in. So, yeah. I mean, the, the vibes are strong. But it's like, you were literally just in a town begging people for food. Mm -hmm. Like, because you were starving to death. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, all right, we can put you up with a job. And you were like, ah, I guess. I have my own home? Ew. Right. I get to do whatever the fuck I want when I'm not teaching, which is not that often. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> and you know, the, the, the problem is, I, I know what the fundamental problem is. There's no hot employer. There is no Rochester. You're so true. There's no Rochester swanning around being mm -hmm. dark and handsome and mysterious and brooding. And not handsome, but you know. You know. I'm with her on that one. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you know? Sometimes, just to make life a little easier, you just need a hot guy around. Yes. M my easiest jobs were the ones where I was like, my boss is not unpleasant to look at. Mm -hmm. it just makes you being an asshole a little bit easier not easy but it's just like all right you're a jerk but you're pretty so all right whatever <sighs> yeah yeah you need you i think jane needs that she needs that vibe mm -hmm. she needs mean yeah. but hot and she'd be fine i think even if she just had like a hot guy in the town that she was in she'd be mm. fine like someone she could even just visit like maybe a hot baker Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a hot baker. A hot postage man where she mm. gets her mail. You know, somewhere that she could just visit a hot guy, but like it seems like all she has are these weird kids that she doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And she's like, yeah, this isn't gonna work for me. To be fair, she also has Sinjin. Who, let me, let's be very clear, is apparently a very attractive man. She mm -hmm. describes him as such, just mm -hmm. like, but he is all, and he is the worst. Mm -hmm. He is also the worst. So like, come on, Jane. Weirdly checks all of her boxes. Yes. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. We will you get know. to that in a minute, but it's apparently Sinjin not enough. And I get it. I get the reasons mm -hmm. why. Maybe there's some <laughs> subconscious thing going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But mm -hmm. yeah, even it's just Jane is in Jane's in a funk. Jane is sitting in her bathrobe, eating some ice cream, being like, you know, I made a huge mistake. Mm 
No girlfriends right now. None. Zero girlfriends. <laughs> like, not that Mrs. Fairfax fulfilled that role all that well, but like, mm-hmm. Mrs. Fairfax is around. Yeah. Where are the Rivers sisters? Where are they? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Not around. No, all Jane needs is an attractive person in her presence. Yep. And she don't have it. She don't have it. So she's keeps being like, I guess this was the right choice. And I made a whole note here where I was like, why is she not written to her uncle yet that's known to be filthy rich? That is a great question. Because mm-hmm. she's already written him once, but it's probably because she's pissed that he was then like, you can't get married. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if I was down on my luck and I knew that there was an uncle that was filthy rich and definitely wanted to adopt me at one point, the second I had pen and paper, I'd be like, hello, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your boy, Jane. Let's talk. Hi, God. It's me. <laughs> Listen, she's working through some issues. There's guilt going on. She's feeling this piety that's been drilled into her skull since she was very mm-hmm. small and made to feel undeserving. But I I think that's maybe the thing I like most about these chapters is that Jane, not a lot is happening. It's a lot mm-hmm. of introspection. It's a lot of Jane reflecting on her life and where she is and what where she's been. And realizing that her ideal, which is to have this like quaint country life where she's useful, where there it's just like Christian piety, you know, doing mm-hmm. the right thing. And she realizes it's not for her. Yeah. Like she realizes that this this ideal that she's been told is a lie. It doesn't make her happy. Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. not fulfill her in the way that society tells her it's supposed to. And this is why I love these chapters, even though it's just, there's a lot of, it's light on plot. It's heavy on, on emotion and words and, you know, ponder, it's ponderous. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. But it's the moment where we see Jane, I think, actually start to be like, hmm, this is her awakening moment of like, hmm, nope, all the, all this shit that's happened to me all the suffering that I went through, I don't know that I needed to do that. Or at the very least, I don't think that the results are worth it. Yeah. And I love that. I love it so much. Yep. Like it's, this book is billed as like, Oh, Jane Eyre. She's a fiercely independent woman and she goes her own way. And we don't really see that until Mm -hmm. this moment. Like she is making decisions, but they're often made because of or around the men in her life mm-hmm. but like this is her moment where she's actually like on her own sinjin mm-hmm. is around but he's so aloof and uncaring that she can basically make like she is at this point able and independent enough to make decisions and this is mm-hmm. where like that billing of oh she's a fierce independent woman going her way like this is where that happens and mm-hmm. this is why, even though these are kind of mm, chapters, they're really interesting and important for where we end up. And that's why I'm just going to keep talking about them. So please stop me. Please stop me. And we, and, and we will go on. It's fine. We're going to have more to talk about pretty soon. So um, Sinjin walks in on our cry and he's like, okay, so why? 
but like not really he's kind of like yeah i too wanted more from life but oh, yeah you know. it's absolutely uh you are crying hmm interesting can we talk about me now he's like oh you're crying how can i make this about myself yeah 100 percent, 100 percent in the move and you know what i don't i think jane's already seeing it i think she already sees it mm-hmm. i think she's already over it but more yeah. on that in a minute yep so jane then describes the literal hottest girl she's ever seen in her entire life and i'm like you want me to believe jane is straight right yep. now yeah no like mm. like <laughs> a way full she... page of describing how hot she is yeah yeah and i mean we've seen like jane has a sensibility about women i think that's very clear and that's a pretty mm-hmm. strong through line this book actually like going back to lowood and helen and then miss ingram and then oh god i'm blanking on her name miss miss reed reed yeah yeah no reed is her cousin no miss reeds right is this also miss reed i don't know where my copy of the book is wait what are you are you asking for the person that raised her? No, the per, the the person that Sinjin's got the hots for. Oh, Oliver. Oliver, that's right. Because I, I was thinking of Oliver Reed. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Ms. Oliver and Jane's just like, goddess, step mm-hmm. on me, please. Mm-hmm. You're just like, uh huh. Okay, Jane. Yeah. Jane's just like she speaks, and it's like bird song, and we're like. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just like all of the men in Jane's life terrible. The mm-hmm. one that's somewhat not terrible to her is just mm-hmm. like generally regarded as a hideous man. Mm-hmm. And then Sinjin, who's incredibly attractive but cold, she's just like I don't know. Uh, some yeah, he's hot, but like yeah. And then there are all these women where Jane's just like, whew. Jane has the quiz on her phone that's like, am I gay? Yes or no quiz. Yes. <laughs> How to know if you're gay. <laughs> a 20 question quiz. Right. From the British version of, of the Victorian British version of Cosmo. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. She's just doing the newspaper version. She has to mail it in. <laughs> right. They're like, we'll we'll collate your responses and get back to you. Yeah. Make sure to provide your mailing address. It's not for the Witch Inquisitor or anything. No, not at all. Absolutely not. No, um, I mean this. This is a thing I picked up on. I think when reading it, but like, this reading through has really brought home to me that like Jane is not a straight character. No, not in the no. least. No, like, if anybody tries to read her as a straight character, I'm confused. That's it's fair. Like when pe- people read um, Charlotte from Pride and Prejudice is straight. I'm like, are we reading the same thing? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't read Pride and Prejudice in so long. Maybe I should revisit oh. that. Yeah, no. The whole, she ends up with the dude nobody likes because, like, what other choices she have? <laughs> okay. All right. Read it and get back to me. Okay. Yeah, and and everyone listening should also read that and get back to yeah. us. 
Because everybody says either she's asexual or lesbian, and I'm okay with either option. I mean, truly, yeah. Mm -hmm. But not straight. Not straight. Ain't no way. Every retelling pretty much makes her either asexual or a lesbian, and it brings me great joy. Hmm. All right. Um, I feel like I was going to say something else here, too, and I forgot my train of thought. It was with Jane, but I don't remember. It's all right. Jane's got a new hottie friend. That's all we need to know. Yeah, truly, truly. So, and I forgot to write her name down for a little bit. So in my notes, it just says hot girl a lot of times. I mean, I think that's probably how Jane talks about her. <laughs> in her brain. <laughs> in her brain. Oh, hot girl. I mean, yes, Miss Reed. Hello, or yes, Miss Oliver. Hello. Yeah. I, her name's Rosamond Oliver. Yeah. Mm. So. Rosamond. Oh, yes, because Sinjin makes a really, like, pushing up the glasses remark about her name. Because her mm -hmm. name is Rosamond. Rosamond oh. Yeah. So it, it's it's Latin or French, one of the two. It's not British. Right. It's not British. And he makes some snarky or not some snarky remark. He makes some oh yes, I'm so intellectual and I understand and her name has more meaning in my heart which does not actually feel emotion. I swear. Mm -hmm. He said "Milady." <laughs> he did. He tipped his fucking fedora. <laughs> Uh, so I, I I will never get tired of milady jokes. I just think they're so funny all the time. There, uh, as I often remind people, it's not the beard on your neck; it's the beard on your heart. <laughs> and Sinjin has a beard on his heart, and it is mm -hmm. ill-shaven, and it is weird. Very patchy. Very patchy. Not mm -hmm. a good look, Sinjin. Mm -mm. so then we are on to oh sorry no hot girl <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I forgot that note um it's like hey sinjin you should come and hang out with my dad he misses you and he's like no no and she's like um okay like she's putting every hint down she's laying it on so thick like mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Jane gets it, because I think Jane is primed to get it. But, like, an absolute moron would understand oh, yeah. what is going on. And he's just like, it's too painful. And it's like, my guy. My guy. You're doing this to yourself. And you know what? Therefore, you don't deserve her. Mm -hmm. So there. No, she could do better. She could do so much better. So much better. Like... He, you are an asshole constantly and mm -hmm. she still wants to talk to you wild like have you ever seen like the hottest girl in existence end up with like the most mediocre man that is like really convinced that gender roles still exist and you're like what happened here yeah what is going on listen yeah. i don't want to shit on what makes people happy you know mm -hmm. if it, i don't want to yuck your yum if it makes you happy go for it but at the same time i'm like Please don't settle. Know your value. All of you. Every human being. Know your value. Love yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't don't just be like, that guy is mean to me. That means he likes me. Wrong. Means Wrong. he's an asshole. And I'm looking at you, Jane. Because Rochester, yep. I got my eyes on you. I know that mm -hmm. situation. So then we are on to chapter 32. Um, 
She's starting to finally look at the children as human beings, so that's, that's right. good. That's right. Some of them aren't terrible. Good job, Jane. Glad you got there. She's like, some of them have a sliver of intelligence, so that's nice. I'm like, oh. I also appreciate that, like, some of the parents are being, like, the farming parents are being nice to her, so she's like, uh, I guess. I guess I could deal with these people. It's like... If I must. Right. If they're going to invite me into the kindness of their home and feed me and you know mm-hmm. yeah i All guess that. i could i guess i could tolerate them sure i guess whatever so she started to enjoy the quiet life but like not fully um and she's like i dream of something better i'm like okay and that, Jane. And that better thing is named mr rochester yeah like, literally we know what she's dreaming about we know mm-hmm She's not yeah. over this man. She is not and over this man. She, like, I was trying to figure out what they were alluding to here because she was talking about how she was dreaming of Rochester and, like, woke up shaking. And I'm like... And then mm-hmm. she said she was in the throes of passion. And I'm like... Yep. Yep. I know what that means in a modern day. What does that mean to Oh, you? no. Is it the same? She, she's having sex dreams about Rochester. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. yeah. Okay. All right. 100%. All right, all right. Okay. One hot no. Because that's I, why I was like... Mm. <laughs> No, and it's like certainly tied into this like she knows that he he's a man of passion. You know, he's going mm-hmm. around the continent sleeping with anybody and she's like, Why not me? Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, well, yes, Jane. Yes. That's I mean he would've if you would have asked him. <laughs> that's right. You know, and I get you know, there are reasons. Rochester is not a perfect human being. You shouldn't lock people in attics. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. But you can also be sexy while you're doing it. You know. You know, enemies to lovers is right. It's a hell of an arc. Red, red flags. Well, red's my favorite color. You know, <laughs> wave it. Just wave them. I want to see. Let's go. Jane's like email, uh, emailing Rochester and like, you know, I know I said that I was like not into it, but like if you showed up at my house, because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just this one weird, really hot, but kind of also really shitty parson who keeps coming by and mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about it please yeah. save me <laughs> she's like and also my home address that i ran away from you from is one yes! two three four <laughs> <laughs> but don't ever find me there winky face <laughs> literally jane's like and how is rochester by the way oh you don't know who that is okay never mind never mind but like if you could ask around Totally, yeah, do that. Do that, please. Mm-hmm. Jane is like those people that stalks their exes on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. She's got multiple accounts. Mm. Just in case. Things Every time banned, she gets blocked. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hot Girl visits again. Yep. And Sinjin is like super into her. Um, but he's like, I'm a priest. It's a no-go. Well, it's like, not okay. it's not even that he's a priest it's that he wants to be a missionary like he can get married yeah. he can get married nothing mm-hmm. is stopping him mm-hmm. he could have a real hot wife who's very nice mm-hmm. just a very kind lovely person but mm-hmm. he's like she's not good enough to go to india with me and mm-hmm. it's like my guy my sir yeah what buddy boy what and this is why he's the worst. Mm-hmm. 
He's so wrapped up in his vision of what he needs the world to be that he sees nothing going on around him. The yeah. actual happiness he might have if he wasn't a fucking asshole. Like, have you ever met a dude that's, like, really into, like, camping? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, thankfully. That's... I don't know. Some people that are like really into camping, they're like, I can't date because like, what if she doesn't camp? Like, all girls want to do is be pretty, smell nice, hotel, beach, no camp. And I'm like, I mean, that's not always the case, buddy. They're like, no camp, just be hot. <laughs> no camp, <laughs> only hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the energy I'm getting from Sinjin. Yeah, no, it's at he absolutely is like if Sinjin had an Instagram today, he'd be following following all of the trad wife mm -hmm. accounts, you know, be like, mm -hmm. yeah, you need to be hot, but you also need to like be able to cook and do shit, domestic mm -hmm. shit, because I'm going to need to I'm going to need you to do that while I'm fulfilling my life's work. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you <laughs> Ew. Ew. No. He all he follows is like Trad Wife and like Andrew Tate. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Maybe some Jordan Peterson in there. Luckily I don't know who that is. So Oh yeah, don't 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 know who that is because vile. Absolutely vile. Every day I'm grateful that I'm like just a little sheltered. I'm not I'm not going to send you things. I am going to I let you live that. in that bubble. So, she compares. I'm gonna just say Rose because I'm not gonna get all fancy with it. That's fair. Um, she compares Rose to Adele in intelligence. <laughs> yup, yup. <sighs> like okay, and girl. Clear, Adele is like six years old. Mm -hmm. It's like oh, I mean, oh. She's from a small farming community. It's not like Harvard was right there and available. You know no. what I mean? No, it's like Jane. Come on, you you know yeah. you know the educational opportunities that are going on right now, and maybe mm -hmm. she's just nice. You yeah. know, she's just a kind person. Listen, all I'm saying is like this might be a controversial opinion, but I don't think everybody needs to be super smart. I agree. You know? I agree. Like, and like, as long as they're common sense, smart, whatever. Like, not everyone needs to be able to read, like, 1,500 volumes and, like, discuss climates and the way the world revolves around whatever. Like, not everybody needs to know. They no. can just be happy and nice and kind. I, I will take nice but dumb over smart but mean every hour of <laughs> every day of the week. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, if you're just here to support friends and enjoy life and you know i, I, I want, see literally nothing wrong with that yeah i don't want every conversation with my friends to be an intelligence debate that sounds no. awful that that is the worst way to spend your life mm -hmm. but like, if you I find someone to be like, who wants to be kind just mm, jane yeah let it be just let it be like whatever you don't have to bring it up you know no whatever because there, there's a difference between stupid and dumb, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, there is, there, there is stupid, which I think is what you get when you actively are ignoring or trying to not know. 
and that's mm-hmm. harmful. But if yeah. you if you just don't know, that's not a problem. Yeah. That's and either that's A, fine. an opportunity to, to educate, or B, mm-hmm. an opportunity to make sure that you're not fucking people, but just yeah. go about your life. Do you need to like, understand how sharks swim and breathe? No. No. No, you can like sharks. Or not like sharks, as the case may be, but you're wrong yeah. if you don't like sharks. See, like, I, I, this is how I feel, because, like, sometimes I can just, I like things, but I don't understand the lore. Like, I like Lord of the Rings. I can't tell you the plot of that movie. Hobbit's going on a little adventure. I love it. I think that's a great movie. However, if you ask me questions about that movie, I'm just going to say second breakfast, Hobbit's on little adventure, ring into <laughs> volcano. What else do I need to know? Why do I need to tell you the six bands that I like and all of their songs? I don't need to. I can just tell you, hey, I listened to it once and I enjoyed it. Listen, because life is a competition. And mm-hmm. if you don't know the things that I know, I'm better than you. I'm just going to start answering when people are like, oh, you're wearing a band shirt? Name six of their songs. I'm like, it's a band? <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. Oh, I just like the That's shirt. My name. That's oh, a good I just like, found this somewhere. Yeah. I think it's my dad's. Second option. That's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's my uncle's. He's in jail, so I got his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my boyfriend's shirt. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know it was a band. I just, it's comfy. Anyways. Deaf Leopard? What that? I don't know. I thought it was like an awareness campaign. Yeah, I thought it was for cats. Yeah, that are yeah. deaf. And people are putting sugar on them. I don't know why. They need to stop. It's crazy. Anyways, you have a good day now. Goodbye. <laughs> yes. That conversation, fine. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The brownie? I thought it was a cooking competition. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Michael Bublé? Uh, I thought it was champagne. Yeah. Bubbly? Bubbly? Michael Bubbly? Yeah, I thought he was just yeah. a nice, like, seltzer salesman. Isn't that just a drink? I don't know. A day to remember? I just thought it was a good slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it on a day to remember. Vampire weekend? Yeah, I just, you know, it was I a like cosplay vampires. weekend. Next, I also want a werewolf weekend one, but I can't find it. I just really like vampires, and I think they should have a little party weekend. What's wrong with that? As a little treat, they deserve it. (laughs) I just, I don't know why it's so crazy about that. We bought the bread with butter? Yeah. I like butter. I like it. I like butter, okay? Leave me alone. What's so weird about that? I know the rest of their songs are in German. It's just, you know. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. Let me just get like the trans. Do you know we butter the rose butter? Mm-mm. No. Okay. They're a German, like, death metal band. That's just like when you translate them to English, like one of the ones that I like is like a cake recipe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a big like jokey hee ha hee ha ha. But like, at some point, I feel like 
their old their new stuff is like not as jokey but their older stuff the ones that i like originally liked when i was a kid very jokey like when you translate it to english one of the songs are like there was a cow in the field he went moo (laughs) (laughs) the cow said do you want some wishes and i said yeah yeah you know what they know their audience that's good Mm -hmm. i appreciate that Mm -hmm. but maybe i'll just get like an english translated shirt and it's just cake recipe yeah very niche if anyone actually um, understood that, you'd have a friend for life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, the reason Daniel and I started dating is because we both liked metal music. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. that's some deep lore. Yeah, deep lore, deep cut. I love no. I love knowing why couples come together. That's very interesting. These are very interesting things to me. Yeah. Was it a specific was... band or the genre? Did you meet at a concert? What was it? So we met when I was a freshman in high school in JROTC. Oh, iconically, and that is he, iconic. Yeah, he was a uh, the squad leader of a squad that my friend was in, and I turned around day one and I saw him and I was like, "You will be mine." <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kept messaging him questions until he fell in love with me. I really tested that uh, proximity <laughs> attractiveness. Mm. <laughs> That is adorable. Yeah. I I I love questions. I love asking mm-hmm. questions. That's a surefire way to get in there. Just like just be passionate about something. Quick, mm-hmm. let's turn this into a Jane Eyre dating advice podcast. Okay. First question to ask when you meet a man. Is your ex-wife in the attic? Is your ex-wife in the attic? That is a great first question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Question number two you're gonna want to ask. Mm-hmm. Is the pupil that you've hired me to tutor your illegitimate daughter? Question number three. If it is your illegitimate daughter, did you murder her mother? (laughs) Question four. Regardless of whether it is your illegitimate child or not, am I allowed to call this child dumb to your face? (laughs) (laughs) Question five. Are you going to make me... Uh, combat for your love against some random stranger that's the hottest girl in town. Question six. Do you have a large costume wardrobe that you can use to disguise yourself and try and trick me into confessing my love for you? (laughs) Question seven. If I escape in the middle of the night running from you, will you follow me or send out any notice trying to find my whereabouts? I'm going to save my my other questions until we finish this book. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> so Rose then calls Jane a little ugly. <laughs> I think like specifically she says she's not one sixteenth as attractive as Sinjin. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, sure, she's talking about, in Rose's eyes, the hottest guy to exist. But, like, imagine, you know, you're, like, hanging out with your friend and you're like, all right, my dream man is George Clooney. You, my boyfriend, 
are not nearly as attractive. You are one sixteenth as attractive as George Clooney. Like, <laughs> would you not be a little insulted? <laughs> Just be like, that's so precise. That's so exact. Like, how did you come up with that particular calculation? Mm-hmm. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, just a little, a little curious about this math, but okay. I don't know if it checks out. I don't know if it checks out. Like, I need to know how you rate the rest of the male species, you know? Right. Because like, at the moment... everybody 118th? Right, because you've got Sinjin, you've got your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else? Yeah. If those are your two standards, I don't know. I don't know. My favorite thing is in Charlotte Bronte's books thus far, it's just, like, no men except the love interest jane like all jane is surrounded by all the time is women like is charlotte bronte straight like she can't be right like i'm sure she had a husband but like was she so she did get married and died very shortly thereafter um iconic gay behavior absolutely i i don't know that i'm sure someone has has like done research on the sexuality Mm -hmm. of all of the bronte sisters because all of them have from what I understand, having read some of them, all of them have these kind of queer through lines um, mm. in a lot of their work. Um, so I'm sure someone has looked at it, but neither of the other sisters ever married. Mm. One okay. of them someone died very young. I mean, they all they all died pretty young. One of them died very young. And so it's a question of, oh, was there no opportunity or what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But... Mm-hmm. Based on what, based on the writing, I think that you can make a strong argument, at least for you know bisexuality or pansexuality. Um, but again, it, it's hard to make those arguments from lack of evidence or just from assumption. Mm-hmm. And I, I certainly haven't read enough to do that, but someone has, and get in the comments and tell us. Yeah, let us know because that's what I want. Please and thank you. So. Rose, while snooping through everything, found Jane's sketchbook. I was like, Jane, you have to draw me, which is the worst. But Jane was into it, so it's fine. Jane's like, you mean I can stare at you and your hotness for an hour? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Let's do that. Please and thank you. Jane's like, I only paint in the nudes. Um, just. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Rose would be like, interesting. Okay. Yeah, sure. And that's when Jane started that's when jane broke (laughs) jane's just like hovering over her pencil it's like jane you haven't been drawing for an hour i'm thinking memorizing yeah i'm plotting (laughs) leave me alone uh so jane's dad invites her over i was like oh we all thought you would quit by now and jane's like why does everyone keep saying that because sinjin is saying that Mm because he's a fucking asshole this is the worst. Um, and then they're like, oh, it's the 5th of November. So obviously everyone's on holiday. I'm like, what holiday is on the 5th of November? Guy Fawkes Day. Are you serious? Yeah. What is that? What? Uh, so Guy Fawkes during, oh, uh, it's 17, it's 1600, 17th century. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. say it's Charles II. Mm-hmm. Um there's a plot among Catholics in England 
to blow up the Houses of Parliament and assassinate the king. Okay. And it's called the Gunpowder Plot. And Guy Fawkes was one of the ringleaders who was captured and executed. And so Guy Fawkes Day is basically a day where we celebrate, or they celebrate, not we, because we're not in England. And mm, they celebrate- Is it still a holiday? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was yesterday. Have you seen... Uh, you're sheltered. Have you seen V for Vendetta, the great neckbeard um, movie? No, but that's funny that it's a neckbeard movie because someone in high school... Not high school. Someone in my college said it was his favorite movie and I just decided never to watch it because of that. Yeah, no, it, I mean, the the graphic novel is good. Mm-hmm. The, mo- the movie it became a sort of like not men's rights people but it's a very neckbeard movie um okay but it's it's centered around this revolutionary in a fascist society who wears a guy fox mask and that mm-hmm. and he's v and that's his that's his whole thing is that we have to remember the 5th of november because there's a little rhyme to it and it's all very kitschy um and it's about overthrowing mm-hmm. governments but yeah guy fox day is also bonfire night they just light big bonfires and burn effigies it's okay it's weird i feel like this is how people would describe fourth of july though as a non-american oh it's how i describe fourth of july <laughs> fucking weird like yeah. we were just, i was just having this conversation with someone recently where it's like i don't i can't pinpoint when exactly i went from fourth of july is the coolest to fourth of july is the worst but i think mm-hmm. it had to do as soon as i was like oh all of these poor dogs are just being tortured and all of these poor cats yeah. are just being tortured. And then someone was like, yeah, I've got some vet friends who 4th of July is real hard for. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. explosions. Not, not good. Not necessary. Right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I don't mind fireworks, but like I can do without, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't need them. And like every dog that I have ever had, super chill mm-hmm. with fireworks. I don't know what it is, but these Yorkies, they're just little mm-hmm. dudes who don't care. They're just yeah. like the sky is exploding. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Now the smoke alarm goes off and they lose their minds. But See, my dog was terrified of fireworks. My cat, she don't care. She's like, like she goes to the window and watches it. And I'm like, you're oh, weird. You are a weird cat. But we knew that weird already. Cat. I know. I love her for it. But very strange cat. But yeah, so that that is the holiday they were celebrating is Guy Fawkes Day when we executed hmm. some dude for trying to blow up the government. Well, as the kids say, slay, slay, and purr, and purr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, she's working on Rose's miniature, and Sinjin shows up, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I I love this scene so much." Yeah. I love this scene because Jane's fucking vicious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> She's, She's just like, like, I'm gonna play with this boy. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like, have you ever been around someone who knows their partner's cheating and just like, well, nope. oh, nope. And they're like, you know, what? I'm gonna catch them in a lie because oh. I'm just gonna prove that I already know. So they're like, hey, where were you at last Tuesday? And the dude's like, oh, you know, at the bar with the boys. 
And then they send the photo. And they're like, really? <laughs> so who's this then? <laughs> and it's my favorite. I mean, favorite. yeah. Jane is calling his ass out. And mm-hmm. I fully am here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's... Oh, my other note was... I get that this dude is a priest, but God, is he preachy. A hundred percent. He, he is, he's like a charismatic, charismatic, I say with quotes. Mm -hmm. It's because he's hot. He's a charismatic Mm -hmm. version of Mr. Brocklehurst at the end of Mm -hmm. the day. Like there are, if you were to like plot out this book, these two men are like the pillars in the first third and the last third, like holding mm-hmm. this book up and they're both mm-hmm. preachy religious shits. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Rochester in the middle being a goddamn mess. Uh, yeah. But like the mirroring of these two people is very interesting. And one of the, like, yeah. just as a narrative structure, it's like, I thought we were done with all of this, but here it fucking is again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks different. It's kind of hot, but it's still the same bullshit that we dealt with, you know, 25 chapters ago. Mm-hmm. Jane's like, I'm going to get that hot goss, which we love for her. We love it. Uh, and she's like, wouldn't you love a copy of this drawing when you're on your missionary business? He's and like, he's just like staring at it. <laughs> trembling. Quaking. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. so, he's like. This is the hottest human being who has ever existed. And Jane is like, oh, do you like want want that? Is that like a thing you want? Jane's sitting there with the scanner open. She's like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, do you want me to? Uh. Jane already has her pencil hovering over the paper to start like replicating it. Yes. And uh, Jane's like, you know what? How about you just take the original? Jane's like you know she has a crush on you right and he's like 30 minutes you have to tell me all about it (laughs) puts his fucking watch down and is like I'm listening go on (laughs) so like they talk about it for 30 minutes and he's like alright I know she has a crush on me but also she wouldn't be a good wife and Mm -hmm. I would be in a way with her within the year Yep. and I'm like Sir? <laughs> what? <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's like, it's fine though. I don't have any feelings. So it's not like it matters. I'm like, bruh. You're, you're, stop. You're literally leaking feelings right now, sir. Literally. Your tiny body can't hold them. Literally. Um. So then he spots something, quietly tears it off, and runs away. Yeah, what was that? What was that? What was that? We don't know, and we we'll don't. find out next week. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we will. And we will see you all in the next chapter. Bye! Bye! Bye!